Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Uh, the Wake Forest game, I think, for what it's worth, it was maybe our best performance. Uh, Jordan Travis... Still doing crazy stuff with the football that I don't like. I think, I don't think the motivation and the focus is where it needs to be. But it was a better performance. Um, I, I don't want to ever say, I'll never come over here and say the perfect game. I don't think any team plays a perfect game. Um. But I think it was probably our best performance of the year. But there's still a lot of room for improvement. Um, That was a trap game. I think this game coming up with Pittsburgh is a trap game. You know, hopefully these guys won't be looking ahead to Miami. Um, It's going to be – that's going to be a big game. If uh, Miami wins this week, they're probably going to get ranked just to uh, get the the, – the, the TV stuff going, the ratings, get people to watch. So, um, you know, week after this, after this week, next week, um, you know, it's going to be crazy for that Miami game. I, I think, I think we can win out. I don't, I don't think there is a team left on this schedule that can beat us. If we bring our A game. If we come out here half-stepping, Miami could beat us and the Florida Gators can beat us. There's no way we're losing to Pittsburgh. Not with Narduzzi. I think Narduzzi has lost the team with his comments. Um, I I don't see how you can win your team back with what you said. You know, as a coach, you, you can never say something like that. You can never come in the locker room or, you know, the media or whatever there's no way you could come back from that. I think he's lost the team. He's probably going to lose his job. You know, um, you just you just don't say that. You don't make your players feel. And Dion kind of said the same thing with the offensive line. So, um, I just I would never if I was a coach, I would never do that. Even if I felt like the players were inadequate, I would never say it in public. I would maybe say it to them in private. Hey, you suck. I mean, I had a coach in high school that would that used to do that, but he never went public that I know of and said it. Um, not necessarily to me, to other players, um, but it's just no way we can. There's no way we can lose to Pittsburgh, bro. It's no way. You know, we would probably fall all the way out of the top twenty-five if we lose to Pittsburgh. There's no coming back from that. Um, I The defense isn't where I want it to be, but they're pretty good. The offense, the running game is finally starting to click. The passing game has always been on point. It's just you you have to coach this thing out of Jordan Travis where once a game, in every game, he does something crazy 
with the football. And for the life of me, I just don't understand it. Uh, coach Norvell, the quarter um, and the quarterback's coach and the offensive coordinator, y'all got to get him out of that. You know, you have to tell him, hey, throw it out of bounds. Take the sack. You know, a punt is not a bad play. Getting field position, winning the field position game is not a bad way to play football. Okay? Sometimes you have to play the, the field position game. Um, I worry about motivation, focus, and Jordan Travis doing crazy stuff with the football in this Pittsburgh game. I don't necessarily worry about it in the Miami game or the Florida game. I, I, I just think the motivation and focus is going to be off the charts for those two games. Northern Alabama will probably p- play our backups. So I don't even know if I'll do a podcast for Northern Alabama. It'll probably just be two consecutive weeks of, of Florida Gators, or I might just take a bye week for the Northern Alabama game. Um, I don't even see how they got on the schedule, to be honest with you. But it is what it is. Um, I would have liked to have seen a Power 5 opponent right there. But um, if everything goes the way I think it's going to go, it's going to be Florida State and Louisville in the ACC championship. And, hey, man, Louisville is a very good football team. With an excellent running game. With a good offensive line and a good defense. Very well coached. They scare me to death. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I think we can beat them, but let's let's get it, let's not get it twisted. They're coming to play. They're gonna punch you in the mouth. They're getting off the bus swinging. So not looking ahead, not looking past anybody, but that's the way it's setting up. And I just wanted to take a little moment here to acknowledge the Clemson fan base. Y'all want to run Dabo Sweeney off after two national championships and all the college football playoff appearances that this man has had and all the money that he's generated for Clemson? You guys were nothing before Dabo. Do you understand that? You were an afterthought. In college football, Dabo built you guys, I wouldn't even say back into a power. He built you into a power. You won the national championship like 30 years ago. That doesn't mean nothing. And I'm I'm not, I don't like Dabo at all. I like to see his face when he loses, but he's a good person. He's a good coach. And you guys want to run him off after one subpar season right just because he doesn't want to do transfer portal or nil he wants to build his team the way he's been building his teams and you can't really blame him for that i know it's a new day and age in in college football and personally i love it because florida state has fully embraced it um and i think he is behind the times i think he does need to embrace nil and transfer portal but if he doesn't then you know he picked the wrong quarterback dj was the better quarterback and i get off on the clemson tangent just because you know fan bases are so finicky 
it's just crazy. Like, if he's not competing for, if he's not in the playoff or competing for national championships, it's a doom and gloom season. Nobody goes every single year. I know Clemson pretty much went, what, five, six years straight or something crazy like that, which is just astronomical. And I got a cousin that's a a big-time Clemson fan, and I've really enjoyed this season talking crap to him. Um, But the ACC is better when Clemson is good. I mean, let's just face it. The ACC is better when Florida State is good, when Miami's good. Well, Miami hasn't really been good throughout their tenure in the ACC, but, um, you know, it's just – I don't know. We we have a fan fan bases across this country, no matter the sport, are just doom and gloom. And I, I include myself in that. Cause when things were going really bad for us, I, I mean, bro, Alex Hornibrook, Mackenzie, um uh Mackenzie, whatever his name is. The quarterback, Mackenzie Milton, um, to a lesser degree, James Blackman. I mean, we've been through some hellified times, man. I mean, we we've we've been very bad, and to be sitting where we are right now, I'm just so thankful for it. At the time that this show was recorded, the first college football playoff rankings came out. And we're number four. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, one, it provides motivation to get to the one spot. Two, it keeps this team focused knowing that any kind of complacency can get you put out of this, this four-team tournament. Um, so, number four, I'm happy. Um, you know, Michigan and Ohio State play each other. I think the loser of that game is pretty much going to be out. Um, do I think Ohio State deserves to be number one? No. I feel like it was either Georgia, Georgia or Florida State. Um, but it is what it is, man. These rankings don't really mean anything until the end of the season, which is about a month away. You know, four four weeks and a couple of days. So, you know, I don't put a lot of stock in these rankings when they first come out. And at the end of the day, you know, until everything is set in stone, it's just somebody's opinion. So you really can't get too emotional about it. Um we got four games left. Um, Pitt, Pittsburgh is a trap game, if there ever was a such thing as a trap game. Um, so this, these kind of games is where Mike Norvell, Mike Norvell earns his money. Okay, motivation, focus, be smart with the football. I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit saying Jordan Travis. Be smart with the football. I'm going to just say motivation, focus, be smart with the football. That's That's been my theme this this whole season. I think I've watched the games. I've seen this team. And, you know, 
It does any level of football. It doesn't matter. Pop Warner, junior high, high school, college. You can you can see even pro. You can see when a team is not motivated. You can see when a team is just out there going through the motions, and you know I've seen that in every game for Florida State this season, and it's you know it's gonna catch up with you because I feel like a team like Georgia, they don't they Kirby whatever button Kirby Smart has. When he presses that button, that team responds. Um, Alabama used to be that way. Um, Clemson used to be that way. Um, Ohio State used to be that way. Now I just think it's, it's just Georgia. Kirby Smart can push whatever button it is, whatever you want to call the button, and this team just flips on the switch. And usually it's it's not even during the game. It's they just come out balls to the wall every game. So I I, I want Florida State to get to that point. I we've seen it at times. We we seen it in the LSU game. Okay? Um we seen it in the Clemson game. Um you know, you've seen it in the Wake Forest game. But I, I just think to to get to the playoff, win the playoff, win the national championship, you have to have that that motivation, focus, and be smart with the football every game for 60 minutes. I don't think there should be any let up. And that's just my opinion. I, I could be totally off base. Somebody could be listening to this and says he don't know what that you know what he's talking about. Just my opinion. Um, I, I think you you look at the Boston College game. No motivation, lack of severe lack of focus. Uh, a lot of things in the game where we were not being smart with the football, and we almost got beat. You know and. I feel like this pit game could be that Boston College game if we don't come out there with the killer instinct that I like for my teams to have. Um, I've liked over the past couple of weeks there's been more emphasis on the running game. Um, I would still like to see Marquiston Douglas as a lead blocker. I, I think he's elite in that respect, um, I like what I've seen out of Jaheim Bell. Uh, they've used him more in a utility role. Um, he's crazy out the backfield. He's crazy running down the, the middle of the field. He's got tremendous hands. He's a multi-talented player. It's going to be very interesting to see. He'll probably play fullback in the league. He'll probably be a fullback in the league. I would love to see him on the 49ers. Um, For those of you who don't know, my teams are the Miami Heat, Florida State Seminoles, San Francisco 49ers, and Atlanta Braves. Those are my teams. So I will sometimes reference those teams as it relates to Florida State. 
Um, we got a long way to go, man. Um, I didn't think this was going to be the year that we could do, that we could be special. I didn't think this would be the year, um, but we, we've got a tremendous recruiting class. Hopefully we can hang on to those guys. Mike Norvell has always been tremendous in the portal. And I don't think I don't think uh this coming off season is gonna be any different. I think he's gonna be very active in the transfer portal. As always, I think Florida State is probably the mecca of transfer portal guys. I think we have set the stage to where if you're a transfer portal guy, you can come into Florida State. And if you're good enough, you can you can you can flourish, you know, and um, to to my happiness, Clemson has not embraced it, and I'm ecstatic. I love it. You know, there's nothing wrong with building a program traditionally. It's just gonna take longer. And if you're going to if you're going to build it that way, you have to get the top guys every year. You got to be Georgia. You got to be Alabama. Right now, Georgia's getting all the top guys. So they don't really have to go into the portal and get a whole bunch of dudes. Um, so I haven't really looked at any Pittsburgh stuff. I mean, just from what I can remember over the years, you know, they like to run the football. They play very good defense. They've always had a pretty decent quarterback. Um, but, you know, hearing the Narduzzi comments about, you know, we lost a lot of players and, you know, we didn't replace them with, you know what I'm saying? Basically, um, talking down to your team, belittling your team. That's one of the worst things you can do as a coach. In my opinion, I, I feel like he's lost his team, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, maybe he's done something this week to 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 win the team back and get them focused. But it's to me, it's never a good idea to put team business out in the the public's eyes through the media. You know, talk shit. I mean, excuse me, talk stuff to your team in private. Blast them in private. Don't do it in public. Be bu- have your teams back in public, man. Um, but even with that, I don't think that Florida State can come out here and, you know, be lackadaisical. That's going to get you beat. Um, you you got to come out and just dominate from the opening kick to the final, you know, second rolls off that clock. You got to come out here and dominate. Um, And no game that's left on this schedule worries me. If we come out and do what we're supposed to do, we're going 12-0. There's no doubt in my mind. If we come out and do what we're supposed to do, we're going to the playoff. And, you know... Just just getting there is not good enough for me. 
winning one game is not good enough for me. We need we need to win the championship. I need this. I mean, this fan base needs this. I mean, it would just it would just be a tremendous feeling to to be in this thing, to win this thing. You know, I can't describe it. I mean, the, these Clemson fans. I live in South Carolina. These Clemson fans are just ridiculous. You know, their egos is just so tremendous. And you guys have been spoiled for the last five or six years, whatever it is. I mean, a tremendous run. A tremendous run. And the first sign that your program is is slightly rebuilding. You're ready to fire a two-time national championship coach that's won like some what something like 70 games in five or six years. Like, what are you talking about? And I, I realized that he had tremendous coordinators. He's had tremendous coordinators throughout his tenure, but they knew when they when they got Dabo that he wasn't gonna be calling plays. He was a wide receiver coach. Now I'm not saying that he can't call plays, but we we knew I knew when they hired, I was like, okay, he's gonna he's gonna have to get great coordinators. And but we know that he's a hell of a recruiter. We know that he's a hell of a recruiter, but it just and and Florida State is that way too. You know, when 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 the the um the uh 2012, 13, 14, 15 run was was going backwards, started going backwards. You had a lot of fans in this fan base ready to run Jimbo out of town. So, but a famous man once said, recruiting is the lifeblood of your program. Kirby Smart. So, um, could Mike Norvell potentially be on that tight run. I think this 2024 class could be the start of it. I mean, to, to flip to flip the number one defensive end is tremendous from your arch rival. To get the number one corner and the number one safety is tremendous. We 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 were used to getting those type of players seven, eight years ago. So to start getting those players again, it just shows the work that Mike Norvell has Mike Norvell and staff has put in. So I'm really anxious to see where it goes. Um, I'm not too much looking to next season yet, but it's going to be real interesting to see who the quarterback is going to be, Rodemaker or Duffy. Um, I, I tend to lean towards Rodemaker. He's got a tremendous arm, but it just sometimes it just looks like he's kind of skittish in the pocket. Um, I think the running back room is going to be tremendous. The offense, I mean, offense is going to be in great shape. I mean, Hakeem Williams, Destin Hill, I think you're going to be in tremendous shape. Deuce Span, I, I think you're going to be in great shape with those guys next season. Um, defensively, I don't know. Um, I think 
I, I haven't been impressed with Jared Verse this year, but I think a large part of his struggles has been that teams know who he is now and their game planning for him. Whereas last season, a lot of teams didn't know anything about him. And that's why he got off the way that he got off. Um, Brandon Fisk. <laughs> you you seen the play against Wake Forest. I don't know if any of y'all saw that. It was just like one minute he's going through the motions and then the next minute he just literally uh, just incredible Hulk the guy and just threw him into the stands. And it's just like, where is that Brandon Fisk at? Where is that guy? Where is, where is that player? Why don't you play like that on every single play? You just literally picked up the offensive lineman and just threw him out of the stadium, threw him out the club. Like, where is that player? Um, Fabian Lovett, I... I I, no call, no show. I, I haven't seen anything. Um, the other defensive end, I forget his name. Number 11, I'm not good at remembering names. Number 11, he's, as usual, up and down. Sometimes he looks like he's unblockable. Sometimes he looks like he's just... He doesn't want to play football. Uh, linebackers have been tremendous. Tatum Bethune, Kalen DeLoach. Uh, secondary, not impressed with the secondary. You can you can sit here and tell me about, okay, we didn't, nobody threw a touchdown on the secondary in all of October, but you haven't played against any elite quarterbacks. The, the most elite quarterback is on your roster. Um, so I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't stick my chest out about that. I mean, I just think we, we've been, we had a very friendly schedule. These, uh, this season. So, um, I just want to see how we move down the stretch. That's really what I want to see, how we move down the stretch. And um, I'm nervous. This pit game is very nervous to me. Um, because teams do look ahead. They, I, I just hope that this team has not already put this pit game in the win column. Um, cause either one or two things is going to happen from the pit side. Either they're going to come out and play the game of their lives or they're going to lay down. And I tend to think that a grown man or grown men, if they take the time to put on that equipment and go through this week's practice, they're not going to come out there and lay down. So I just think that, uh, You know, we got a long way to go, bro. 
We got a long way to go. Um, it's going to be a tremendous battle. The Miami game is next week. I'm not looking ahead. Um, Jordan Travis has to be better with the football. At least one game, at least one time every game, I can pretty much guarantee you that he's going to do something very risky with the football. I don't like it. I really, truly do not like it. And um, I would just hope that, um, you know, Mike Norvell could get that in check. Um, Wide receiver is tremendous. Offensive line has been improved. I'm not going to say elite or great. Improved from previous years. Tremendously, tremendously improved from previous years. And I'm just ready to see where the rest of this season goes, man. We got a, we, we got the last quarter of the season left. Um, or the last third of the season left. Excuse me. The last third of the season. And uh, I'm just really anxious to see where it goes, see where we end up. Um, but I'm thankful we're not in the one spot. I'm really thankful for that. Um, I think it, again, provides motivation for us to go out here and stay focused. Um, I think I think uh, with Ohio State being in the one spot, I think it's going to provide tremendous motivation for Michigan. And uh, we'll see what happens. Um, that concludes this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. And as always, go Knowles.